Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. This is Jay Moore, your healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. It's Monday. Thank God it's Monday as E.T., the hip-hop preacher, um, got his name to fame on. That's right. He used Monday as his claim to fame. That's how he became an authority on who he is and what he's doing because he did something that nobody else would do. Nobody else would say, it's Monday. Thank God it's Monday. You know what? And so, man, I'm excited. I got excited when we got into chapter three this morning. Whoo boy. All right. So before we get started, I'm going to slow down. Before we get started, I just want I just want to thank you for joining me today for, for for this broadcast, for this podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, I appreciate you. If you are watching or listening on Facebook or Instagram, look, do me do me a favor, man. Can you do a brother a solid? Can you go on over to wherever you like to listen to podcasts? And can you go on over there and subscribe? Uh, leave a review. Let people know that this is a great this is a great channel. It's a great show. Um, that you can, that, that people can really find themselves. You know, I think that's, I think that's what this is about. So thanks so much for joining. I'm going to jump right into today. And what, what are we talking about today? Here's what, here's what we're talking about today. We're in chapter three of the book of the power and purpose of authority. That's the book we're reading for the whole year. We're in chapter three. We've got, you know, 11 more months, like 11 more months to go to just to finish one book. You know, many people never read books. Many people don't read a book a year. So at least if you read this book, you would at least have one book down. Chapter three. When I got into chapter three and I looked at the heading, I said, man, this is exciting right here. The source, the source of authority. Where does it come from and how do you get it? You know, and as I was preparing my thoughts this morning to to share uh, with you guys today, I, I was just prompted that this is this is this this is a perfect segue into just kind of sharing with you even more of my story and how I kind of got here. You know, about it was January of 2019. What you think? You know, where were you in January of 2019? Uh, but so two years ago, two years years ago, this well last month, I was I think I was at the gym. Um, I loved going to YouTube and listening to motivational channel. There's a there's a channel that I was that I always listen to. I don't, I don't think I even listen to that channel anymore, which, which which is weird. But I just love listening while I was working out. I'm at the gym. I'm working out. I'm getting a sweat in, and I'm listening to a motivational channel on YouTube. And I heard a voice that I never heard before. Never heard. I, it was a couple of voices, but one particular voice I never heard before. And I was like, who is this person? They're saying some things I've never heard. They're saying some things that 
that got my that got my juices boiling and i was wondering who is this person but you know what because i'm at the gym i'm not actually looking at my phone i'm just listening you know then the next day i'm back at the gym i'm listening again and i heard the voice i'm like who is this person that's that's speaking this language that i've never heard before i just want you to think about something you know when jesus you know the jesus that you say you believe in some a lot of you guys believe in jesus i believe in i'm not telling you i don't i'm just saying if you believe in him jesus it was the same way he spoke as if he had authority that is what's in the word it says that jesus spoke as if he had authority how could someone get authority even if no one knew they had authority Mm, that's that's something I want you to think about. So I'm listening to this. I'm listening to this channel. This this person is speaking in such authority on this on this topic that I was like, man, that is good. How am I gonna? I said, man, how can I find this person? Because there was no name. It was just it was just a collage of all sorts of videos and things. And I was like, who is this person? So it, it took another opportunity. I was listening again. I think it was in the morning. I'm at my desk and I'm listening to this channel. I said, you know what? Now I can go check. I went on. I went to the channel. I said, who is this person? And I saw the name. We're reading this book. We're reading the book, The Power and Purpose of Authority. I was listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. And Dr. Miles Monroe was, was speaking in an authority that I'd never heard a pastor speak. No, lots of pa I have friends that are pastors. Uh, I, I, I mean, obviously, I've gone to church and been a part of churches for for the for my whole life. I had never in my 40 something years at that point, that was 2019. So in 40, 48 years. I'd never heard anybody speak this way. I listened to T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes is, is, is I'm talking about, you know, he's one of the best ones when it come to preaching. T.D. Jakes, his guy, I'm talking about he's at the top of the list. And I was listening to T.D. because I, I love how T.D. can put things as well. But I never heard anybody speak like this. So let me ask you this question. Where does authority come from and how do you get it? Right in the very beginning of this chapter, it talks about a word called source. You know, what is the source, right? You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you woke up this morning, how in the world did you wake up? What source, what energy power? What's up, bro? What what was it that turned you on? Like, it's kind of like the cell phone, this computer. It's, it's kind of like, how did how did it turn on? Did it have a battery? Was it charged up? You know, did you plug it into an outlet? How did it turn on the source? The source is what powers everything. And here's here's what happens to things when they are disconnected from source. They die. Come on now. You you understand that. You understand. Just think about your cell phone when you didn't put it on the charger last night and you knew you needed some juice. And then you wake up in the morning. Oh, shoot. I'm only on two percent. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to have time to charge my phone. My phone might be dead or what if you lost your plug and, and you're driving out there and you're like, oh, my goodness, I don't have my charger in my car and I need to make phone calls. But here it is. My phone is dying. What happens when you, not you, but what happens when things are not plugged into a source that keeps them power? See, the word says that when Adam and Eve, when they decided 
when they decided, they made a decision, Eve made a decision, she made an intellectual decision. Most of us make intellectual decisions every day. It's like, what? you know what? I'm gonna make that decision because this is how I feel about it. She came, someone, something came to her and, and shared an opportunity with her. And Eve was like, well, you know what? It just makes sense, you know. I'm, I'm probably not gonna die. She's just making an intellectual decision. She's not even really thinking. She's not allowing source at that point because source was in her full time. She wasn't allowing the source to, to actually run through her. She was disconnected. She was not paying attention and she just made an intellectual decision about what? About, I'm, I may not die. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna have more knowledge. I was reading Proverbs 1 this morning and it says, you know, <laughs> the beginning of the, the fear. Think about this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But fools, idiots, people who do not, people who do not do what they're supposed to do. They're the ones who despise. They despise instruction they despise the wisdom come on man a, a fool is like man I, i'm gonna just go ahead and eat the fruit there that's just a fool you it you despise you did not accept the instruction of wisdom but here's the thing right i want you to continue to think about when something is unplugged here's what eve did she unplugged she pulled her cord out of the source so we got to first get that straight. The fact that if when you are when you are going against when you are when you are going against what is, I would say, law. And so if you want to live, you have to stay plugged in the source. If you don't really care or if you just want to kind of do what you want to do, then it's OK. Go ahead and do what you want to do. Like I'm not I, I won't. No, like it doesn't matter because that's your choice. That's what he gave us, the power to choose. He didn't come back. He knew she he knew what she was doing. He didn't come back and was like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. You know how we do with our kids. We want to stop them before they do it. No, no, no. You have to let them. You have to let them mess up because that is that is the point of choice. Choice says you can you can do whatever you want. It's just that when you do that, you put your life on the line because now you just pulled the plug out. Where does this source come from and how do you get it? Well, it's a choice. You have to choose now. You choose You say, well, you know what? What do I get when I plug in? All right, I'm sharing I'm share another story with you. Here's what I got. I'm going back to the story Hey, what's what's going on, Chris? Yes, he gave us free will. I'm going back to the story of 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 January 2019 when I was listening to my mentor and I'm listening to him. And I said to myself, who in the world is this person at that moment? What I did was I intellectually said, that, wait a second, this seems like this is pointing me in a direction that would actually change my life. It seems it seemed as though that every up up to that point, everything that I've been doing, I needed to really reflect on and say, you know what? Have I been powered by the source? Is source really using me? Is source really coming out through and through? Have I discovered my own authority? And at that point, I had discovered authority. I kind of knew I was doing something, but I hadn't quite discovered my authority. See, we all have authority. 
Everyone has authority to do something. Everyone has something very unique, something something that we all can um, can 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 basically benefit from. It's weird because you know I, I bought a domain recently. It's called um, it's called um, Next Level Faith Global, right? Um, no website on it yet. Um, I bought this domain. Cause I said, man, this is this is something that's going to be all over the world. So I've got this book that's coming out, and I was talking to my editor, who's in Nairobi, Africa, and I'm on I'm on Zoom call with him yesterday, and you know, it's interesting how when you when you come into something, people can people can feel it, people can see it. And he was like, man, I'm I'm like I'm so excited for this. He says, man, like I'm, he's in Nairobi and he's just like, man, this is something that's on my heart as well. And here is I put global down because I said, you know what? I don't just want that to be right here in in Maryland. I don't even want it to just be in the United States. I want people all over the world to know that there's a next level to how they can experience their their beliefs, their faith. I ain't talking about religion here. See, religion has made it so that you are cut off. That's right. That's a whole number story. Religion has cut you off from source. <laughs> I'm telling you, this this might hurt some people who may read. Religion has cut you off from source. Religion is like it's like the training wheels. It's the training wheels of getting started. Why did why did why did the son of God? Why was he not an elder? Why was he not a deacon? Why was he not, you know, somebody that was at the synagogue to to do the things that everybody else was doing in sin. Why was he different? Come on. Why why did they look at him like, well, you're not talking the same language as we are. So we look, that's only because he's like, I ain't I ain't with y'all. Even though I'm even though I'm with you, I ain't with you. I'm with I'm with the source. I'm with the person who gave me authority. See, when they when when the word was wrote and it says he spoke as if he had authority. I want you to think about that phrase as if he spoke as if he had authority. Have you ever, you know, kind of like um, dealt with people and they speak as if they had authority? Like you may be thinking about think, thinking about me. He's speaking as if he's got authority on this here. I do. <laughs> I do have authority, but it's not the fact that I'm the authority. It's the fact that one, I had to go underneath. And we're going to talk about this in subsequent chapters. I had to go underneath my mentor who I was. I'm going back to the story. I'm listening to him. And I said, you know what? I've got to know more. See, you know, a parable, a parable is written. It's written because it needs to pique your interest. It needs to get you to the point where you want more. See, because it's not it's not actually he he didn't use those stories to really get you to believe. He got you to a point where you would actually be like, man, man, I got I got to do something. And that's where I was, even though I was on a good path at the time. I wanted more. I wanted I wanted I wanted to go deep. In two weeks, I must have consumed over a hundred hours of video in two weeks 
Every minute I had time, I was I was watching a video. I was taking notes because I said this person here has something I've never heard. I wanted it. I didn't want to to be him, but I wanted what he was giving me, and he was giving me something that I had never experienced in my life. But it's not him. He was he was he was the catalyst, just like Jesus is the catalyst. See, when we say we got to come to Jesus, yeah, you got to come to Jesus so you can get to God. Jesus' message was never about the fact that he was the son. Jesus' message was the fact that you got to go to God. He was here to bring the kingdom. In his first sermon, he started off by saying this. Here's what he said that changed my life. He says, Jay, I need you to repent. I need, here's what I need. I need you to repent because here's, here's what you get if you repent, Jay. He says, you get the fact that the kingdom has arrived. And when he said that to me, yeah, he said that to me when I read the text and I read it over and over and over. He said that to me. I said, well, what does repent mean? Are you telling me that I'm messed up? He says, no, I'm not telling you're messed up. Here's what I'm telling you. Jay, you got to understand what that word means. I'm almost done here today. I got to. I got to tell you what that word means, Jay. I want you to look this word. Go, go deep on the word. What is the word, Jay? My mentor leads me there. It means you got to change, man. He says, change how you're thinking, Jay. Change the perspective that you've had all your life. I need you to be born again. See, this is what happens when you understand and you take in this authority because when you take in the authority, it's going to automatically, what it's going to do for you, it's going to, it's going to allow you to change from the inside, not on the outside. It's going to change you from the inside. It's going to, it's going to make you like a baby again, where you're just like, Papa, Papa, Mama, Mama, give me more, give me more. I want, I want to eat. Can you help me? That's what it does. And, and he said, I said, all I got to do is not. Go that way and go this way. That's it. That's all repent means. Go this way. Because you know how you've been praying for a long time. Everybody's praying that the kingdom will come and that Jesus will come back. He says, I'm, I'm right here. He says, I'm right here right now. I'm right here right now. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to pray. You don't have to say, oh, 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 I'm waiting for you to come back. No, 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 no. I'm right here. Here's, here's why I know this is true. In, in the same book you guys read, there's a prayer that Jesus had. He, and he prayed. He was praying for his disciples. He was praying for his Senate. We, we got to get into that in another chapter. He was praying for his Senate, his government officials. And he says, I don't pray. He says, Father, I'm not praying that you would take them out of this world. I want you to think about this. You can't, don't pray that Jesus come back. Don't do that. See, that's what religion is telling you to do, to, to, to pray that Jesus will come. No, don't pray for Jesus to come back. Pray, pray that he would give you your authority. Pray that he will help you do what you're supposed to do. Because remember, fools despise instruction in Proverbs 1, 4, I think 1, 4. Fools despise, no, 1, 7. Pro fools despise instruction and in wisdom. And Jesus said, I'm not praying for them to leave. I'm praying that you will, you will keep them right here. Where does this authority come from? How do you get it? 
change how you're thinking. Change how you're thinking today. Because what you've hoped for, what you've prayed for, everything that you could ever want is right here and right now. That is, that is in essence what Matthew 4.17 means. And that is, that is the, that is the catalyst for this life that you see right now. I'm using, I'm using the God-given authority today to share this with you. This was the introduction of chapter three in the power and purpose of authority. Look, I want you to grab this book on Amazon, The Power and Purpose of Authority. This book, this book, when you read it with me this year, I'm, I'm giving you cliff notes. What I'm giving you is, is, is the experience of the book. And then you can take the book, use all the principles to discover the change that's already in you. It's already there. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me for another episode of this Account for Your Life podcast. My name is Jay Moore. I'm the healthy accountant helping you to account for your life. God bless you. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.